Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Barriers. Look who we have here. <laughs> Woo! Because I'm not going to edit that into the video, so that's all you're going to get. But it's my husband. I think I deserve more than that. Oh, but. okay. Thank you, baby. <laughs> um, it's my husband. Say hi, husband. How are you guys? <laughs> they, it's not like y'all can respond, but yeah. <laughs> um, why are you here, baby? Um, here to do is kind of like a follow-up questionnaire on our one-year anniversary. Yes, we're celebrating one year of marriage. God is good. God is truly good. Um, I'm going to give a couple of disclaimers, just a couple heads up. Um, this is our first year out here. We, we trying. We're trying really hard. So you may want advice from somebody that's celebrating 20 to 30 years, 10 to 20 years. That's great. You know, you go find people that do that. You go find the married couple that do that. Um, but I really wanted to record this episode and record this video so we can look back years from now, God willing, um, and see where we where we started from, where we came from, um, and just remind each other of why we why we chose this in the beginning. Um, so a couple months ago, wow, Mac, this was like when we first got married, because you know the the high of being married was just on us. It was like. Ask us anything, you know. Tell us how this marriage, did. like, y'all want to know how marriage been? It's been great. And then life started to kick in, um, and we've been fighting for our lives, but we've been fighting for our lives together. Um, so there are a couple questions that you guys asked a while ago, and I feel like, why not answer it one year later? Um, so how did you guys meet? Oh, okay. So I just like to hear your birth wisdom. So. Okay, so... Okay, so when I first launched Breaking Barriers, which was last year of April 2022, um, I posted like my pictures and everything, you know, I was looking real cute, and um, this gentleman just slid into my DMs, and, you know, gave me some nice compliments, very, you know, respectful, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, this ain't bad, I like this, <laughs> um, and then he was like, alright, I'm gonna head out, I was like, whoa, 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 like, you're, you're kind of rushing it, like, why are you trying to leave? stay here and he was like you sure and I was like yeah he's like I don't want to come out that's thirsty I was like sir I'm not gonna beg <laughs> I need you <laughs> are you gonna she kind of did oh okay okay <laughs> I'm like are you are you gonna stay or no um and then he ended up staying um and then we just talked ever since it was very like natural it wasn't anything where it's like I don't know this man stranger danger like it felt very natural um, and it felt like somebody I've known like my entire life. So it just felt like the conversations flowed. Um, yes, tell us your rendition of our story, baby. Um, so I was scrolling on Instagram and I seen this pretty little thing on my, <laughs> <laughs> on my news feed. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was just her, her photos for breaking bears. And like, I was really digging, I, I, I was digging the fit. I was digging the photos and mm -hmm. I just. Yo Gotti there and I slid into her DMs. Oh my goodness. And it was just to pretty much um, compliment her on, on what she was doing and pretty much admire the, the, the photos. And we just got to talking and the conversation just, it was just flowing and it felt natural. Mm -hmm. And like I let her know, like I was just dropping in just to say my two cents. Right. And she was just like, you ain't got to go. And we've been talking ever since. Mm -hmm. And now uh, here we are. <laughs> Um, we were talking about marriage the third day, so that, like, I felt like it, I know for other people, um, it just sounds crazy, I know for <laughs> other people, it sounds very, like, unorthodox, and, like, what the heck is going on, but 
I, I, I have faith in God, and I just know that, you know, he'll continue to cover us and continue to hold us. Um, what is the second question? Oh, the day you guys officially got married, what did it feel like? <clears throat> what did it feel like? Um, huh. Well, well, first, let's talk about when we first officially met, because we were talking on Instagram, and then we slid over to the phone. We spoke on the phone for eight, eight hours. hours. So that's a whole work shift. We were talking <laughs> on the phone for eight hours, um, just talking about random things. Like, what can you talk about for eight hours? <laughs> stuff. A lot. You get to really know somebody in eight, in eight, eight hours. hours. Like, it was just a lot of stuff, a lot of different conversations where we wanted to move to, what we wanted to do. Um, and it just, it went from there. Um, and then we, we met April 1st and then we got married July, <laughs> July 8th. Look at that. Time just be going. <laughs> um, so the day we got married, what did it feel like? I'm gonna let him answer this cause he liked to make me answer stuff first. So go ahead, baby, answer it. Uh, what did that day feel like for me? Um, I would say the best word that I could describe it is, uh, surreal. Like, I felt like I was marrying my best friend. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like um, if you asked me a couple months prior, like, if I would be getting married that year, mm. I would have said that you were crazy. Right. Like, you were out of your mind. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I was in a position in my life where mm -hmm. I was able um, to get married. Mm -hmm. um, as a guy growing up, like, you have this notion of, like, what you're supposed to look like and what, you're, what your life's supposed to look like, per mm -hmm. se. Um, when you're about to get married, and I didn't feel like I was there as of yet. Mm -hmm. um, when I met her, I was still in the fire academy. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't even graduated the fire academy yet, and I, I wasn't into my career. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I was just like, what can I provide for you mm -hmm. at the time? Um, but actually the, actually going through with it and just following um, my guts and, and, and going through the process and being able to marry my best friend, mm -hmm. it, it's... It, it, surreal it was like nothing like nothing nothing i can say can mm -hmm. put into words the, the the amount of of love and gratitude that i had and the joy that i experienced that day Aww. Yuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i would definitely say the same it was surreal i did feel crazy at a point in time i was like am i really marrying this man and i met him a couple months ago like this is wild there's no way um, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. Mm -hmm. And I, I just thought it was crazy that all of my friends would reach out to me and be like, I'm going to support you. I'm going to support you. Right, you, right, you right. Sure you you sure you want to do this? Like, I remember telling, like, one of, she's my cousin, but she's, like, my best friend. And I remember telling her, I was like, yeah, girl, getting married. She was like. She did not like me. <laughs> <laughs> she did not It was like a lot me. of transgressions and stuff before. It don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> that don't matter. But um, I think she was just, I think it, for her, it was like, um, like we're, we, we grew up together. Literally, we're family, but we've grown up together. We've done so much together. Um, and now it's like this random man that she's never met. Like, it's not like we were dating prior where she would, where she Surprise. would, right, where she would have like a heads up, like, okay, you know, eventually this will become something. No, it was like, surprise. Hi. Like. This is going to be my husband. And we're going to move in a couple of months. So I think for her, it was just like, ooh, this is a lot to take in at once. Um, <laughs> but I definitely agree. It was surreal. Um, but it was beautiful. It was beautiful. 
when I walked down the, the aisle and I was like, oh, this is it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> Can't back out. It's happening. Um, what has been the most challenging thing about being married so far and also being um, the most challenging thing I would say for me is truly accepting genuine love. I feel like I've grown up seeing toxic relationships for so long um, that once I got married and we've been in this for a year now, um, I see you keep bumping my head. <laughs> keep your arm down for me, player. My no pie don't uh-huh. <laughs> um, But once I got married and stuff, I think it was this fear of like, this is too good to be true. Like somehow, some way, this is going to end. Um, so I think the hardest thing for me has been genuinely accepting love from him, um, and not questioning his intentions, like trying to fight against those thoughts where it's like his intentions are impure. Because honestly, my husband is amazing. Like he's amazing. He's Talk very, <laughs> he's very supportive, um, very loving, and it's like. It's still, I, and I definitely feel like that's from the enemy. Like he just wants me to see him as my enemy, um, and he does. We we work best as a team, so I feel like when we're not on the same page, um, you know, the enemy be enjoying that. But I would say the easiest thing I feel um, has been loving him because it, although it is challenging, um, I think I can love him. Or I do love him because of who God is. I love him because I know, like, the, the scripture is, um, we love because he first loved us, right? And I feel like God is just so loving um, and just so caring and so gentle with me. And I think that's why there are moments where I'm able to be gentle with him. Am I still working on it? Yes. <laughs> because he don't listen. But, you know. Your three sides of the story. Okay. Your side, my side, and the truth. Oh, okay. Well, um, my side is the truth, but go on. <laughs> um, I would say the most challenging thing about being married thus far is um, pride. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that sometimes you get into situations, and um, well, I, I like to call them intense fellowships. Mm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And I may feel like I didn't do anything or um, it's not my fault. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't feel like I should have to be the bigger person and um, kind of like squash things and, and set the peace. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's, coming, it's coming to a point in realizing that pride is, pride is, is, is like a, a biggest setback because it can, it can hold you back. And, and just being able to set that aside and, and realizing that it's me mm-hmm. and you versus the issue and mm-hmm. not me and you versus each other. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I'm still struggling with. It's something that I'm still dealing with. And I, I, I'm allowing God to continue to work in me. Mm-hmm. And another thing I would say is uh, being able to communicate in a, part, uh, in a way that your partner will understand. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you're right. Um, it, it's it's not all about what you say. It's about how you say it. And you're not justified because you're right. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, there's times that I can say certain things to her and um, she didn't like my delivery. And it's not that she didn't like the messages because how I unraveled everything to her. I didn't unravel it enough in, in, in a way to make her feel safe. Yeah. So it's just about watching how you say certain things and communicating the way that your partner will understand. Okay. And what's been the easiest? 
loving you, girl. Oh, okay. Because that you, sounded girl. like a whole lot of love that man you. is suffering. And <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. I would, and he's say, for his I life. would say loving you has been the easiest thing because you have created a, a space in, in our relationship and our marriage um, that I can come to you and I can see certain things, especially in my line of work. I can see certain things and I can unwind and you can be my my safe space my safe haven girl oh okay all right now my turn (laughs) um what is the biggest thing you learned about yourself and your partner during marriage oh i'm gonna go first on this one (laughs) i'm gonna go first on this one okay baby you got it um uh the biggest thing i would say is that um i'm super playful um thank thank you thank you I'm super playful and I'm super affectionate. Um, mm-hmm. So there, there's times I come through these doors and I come home and I'm on 10. As my wife would say, I'm on 10. Mm-hmm. But, and, but she's at a 6 or she's at a 3. I'm at and, a 2. And, <laughs> and it's about like finding that compromise, finding that balance. Um, so that way she's not feeling overstimulated. But um, and I, it's something that I realized after talking to a couple of friends um, is that the amount of love that I have to give um, in the beginning of our relationship, it felt like she was not being very receptive um, to that love. Um, and I took that as rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that I had to just kind of like get adjusted to and, um, and realize that it's not rejection. It's just that we have different ways of expressing love. Mm-hmm. And if I could live in your skin, baby, I would live in it. <laughs> Anyways, um, what's something I learned about you? Well, I've learned pretty much the same thing. Um, he's very affectionate, very playful, um, and I'm not. I'm not as affectionate. Like, there are moments where he's like, I'm just like, if we could not do that today, that'd be great. You know, let's try again tomorrow. Yeah, this space right here is, is in between us because he needs it. <laughs> That's a good one. I give you that. Um, yeah, I'm just not as affectionate. And the funny thing is, I truly believed at a point in my life that I was super affectionate, but it was because of the person that That's I was right. with. Oh, okay. It was because of the person that I was with. So I was the more affectionate one, and that person wasn't as affectionate. So I felt like, oh, I'm really lovey-dovey out here. But then I met my husband, and I was like, oh, my goodness. Because my wife deserves the world, and I have a lot of love to give her. Okay. Thank you, brother. Thank you. You got it, baby. You got it. Um, what do you see for our marriage five to seven years from now, God willing? No, I'm going first again. Okay. Oh, no, nah, I'm going to uh, go because clearly we, we, <laughs> we keeping tabs. Um, God willing, um, we're in our home, our forever home, because I'm not, I'm not too much of a fan of moving from place to place. Um, and then our little baby, our little bite. Babies. Oh, okay. By that time, you think, okay, babies. Babies. Oh, okay. You said five to seven. Yeah, that's a good point. Five so, yeah, seven. our little our little babies. Um, hopefully, by then, the economy grants us the ability to adopt one because, you know, they expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild out here. Um, but just. So, our goal is to have uh, two biological children and mm-hmm. two that we adopt. Mm, yeah. But they cost they cost a lot. I don't listen. We could get into that another day. Um, but just letting God use us. Letting I, I really want our marriage to 
come to a point where we can just talk about how God has moved in our lives, um, in our marriage, in each other. Like, you know, it's one thing when you have a marriage that's, you know, under the authority of God, but as people separately, you still have to have that relationship and doing whatever God has called us to do um, as individuals. So, yeah. Well, that's um, what do I see our marriage in five to seven years? Mm-hmm. Um, I see us um, like you and our mm-hmm. family home, mm-hmm. um, preferably one story. Give <laughs> <laughs> um, me, I'll do my best. I see our marriage flourishing. I see us traveling. Um, Heavy on the traveling. We have our cruise um, for next year in July, God willing. Um, I'm really big into cruising. Like I love cruising. It's my, that's my favorite form of traveling. I feel like you get to go to different places and immerse yourself in different diversities and backgrounds. But that's the story for another day. Mm. But um, I see us traveling more. I see us in our home. And I see us with the, with the little ones running around. Mm-hmm. Um, I see us happier than ever. I see, mm-hmm. of course, um, first and foremost, God being in the center of our marriage and our friendship and our union. Mm-hmm. And I see us striving for many more years to come. Come on, come on. He, he be talk thinking. That talk, Joyce. All right, he be thinking this like spoken word or something. Anyways, um. <laughs> anyways, baby, don't start. <laughs> do not start. Um, <laughs> do not. Start. How do you guys know you wanted to marry each other, and what are you going to do to stay married? I'm gonna I'm go first on that one. Okay. I'm gonna go first on that one because mm-hmm. I feel like when people hear this question, they they, they, they want to hear. Because I've been asked this question about, um, like, how do you know she's the one? Right, right, like, right. How do you know you want to be married? Mm-hmm. Um, by my friends, uh, especially when I was going through the motion and telling them that, you know, she's the one. Mm-hmm. I don't think, so. I, I know she's the one. Like, mm-hmm. it was this um, discernment. Oh, okay. Lord. Um, <laughs> that I felt, um, and it, it's not this glamorous answer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I prayed about. Um, and I feel like, God gave me the clarity that I that I needed, mm-hmm. and I just decided to take that risk. To take the risk and yeah. um, go go through with the motion, and it's been the best decision that I've made. My twenty eight. <laughs> you are that girl. In my twenty eight, almost twenty nine years of living, that this has been the best decision that I've made. Because um, I would die for this girl. Mm. Like, I love this girl. With everything that's in me, so. <laughs> um, how did I know? Like, like you said, like people want this. Like the Lord came down and He said, like <laughs> this one. That's I'm sorry. That's just not. Um, I I I pray, you know. And with anything, I think it's a risk. Even when you're in a relationship for four or five years and y'all finally choose to get married, like there are people that have known each other have been together for so long and their marriages don't last and then there are people that met two weeks ago that have been married for like they 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 met each other in two weeks got married and they've been married for 30 plus years so i really don't think there's like a like a rule to this i don't i definitely think it's prayer and i've noticed even with um like god could come to you and be like that's your person but you have to be willing to put in the effort for that person you have to be willing to understand like marriage is hard um but it's worth it there are going to be challenges if life isn't easy marriage definitely won't be easy especially with 
you know, the devil just prowling at any point in time. He's going to look for those little areas. Um, but I, I knew just based off that eight hour conversation, it gives you a lot of clarity. I tell you that much. <laughs> Talking on the phone for eight hours, like, I was like, this man is just, no, Amazing. he's not perfect. Okay. No, he's not perfect, but like, I, I, I want this and I want to see where this goes. Um, and I have enough faith and enough trust in God, like, something great will come out of this regardless. Um, so, yeah. Oh, my leg itched out. Sorry. <laughs> Why do you think people fall out of love? Um, I don't think people fall out of love. And I hate hearing um, that I fell out of love. <sighs> love can be with or without conditions. Mm. And I feel like, especially in this day and age, um, people love people with conditions. Mm. And I feel like it's a decision that you've made um, to no longer do this. Um, love, marriage, it takes, um, it takes a lot of grace. It takes a lot of patience. Um, it takes compromise. And um, people sometimes give up. And um, they don't want to do what it takes to keep it going. Mm. Um, especially with marriage. Marriage is something that you hop into so haphazardly. Um, it's something that has to come with prayer and time and consideration. Um, and people don't have that same drive um, to be there for somebody through all of their seasons. Okay. okay. It, it, when he answered like that, it made me not want to answer. Because what I'm going to say after that. Um, I guess my my question would be like, what if God fell out of love with you? Like, what if he just was like, you know what, this too much. Like, this girl's not listening. She's not. She's not obeying me. Um, because love is literally learning how to love someone else the way Christ loves us. And there are moments where he and I are bumping heads or we're not in complete agreement when we're having misunderstandings. <sighs> we're having misunderstandings. <laughs> um, and I'm just like, I, oh, like this is tough. Um, and there are moments where I have to forgive him. And then I remember like, God has forgiven me 20 times over. Um, God has loved me in the, like, in the craziest circumstances, even in moments where I, I, I couldn't fully surrender my heart to him. He's allowed me to come back to him every time. Um, and I saw this post the other day of a young lady. She said, like, it's a, a marriage is you just being loved um, how God intended, which is unconditional. If God gave me someone that was perfect, if he gave me someone that was just, he just met all my needs, I wouldn't know how to love him unconditionally. Because there would be, like, he's perfect. What am I, there's nothing I got to worry about. There's nothing I got to question. Um, but with my husband, I know he has his, you know, his flaws. I know he's not going to be perfect in every area. I know he messes up. Um, but I love him because of who God is. I love him because God loves me, even in my darkest moments. And the biggest thing for me is showing that same love and that same grace to him. One to show like this is who God is. My the way my husband will feel that love is me giving that to him. He he gets to experience God in a human form because clearly we can't touch God. We can't 
feel him like you know physically but our spouses can represent that and I feel like that's what it is our spouses can represent like okay God may not be physically here but this is your spouse to experience that so yeah okay baby thank you (laughs) um what's the best way to make up after a fight sex sex whole lot of sex whole lot of sex and we not (laughs) we not talk about sex out of marriage please keep it in the marriage please talking about sex with the covenant of the lord (laughs) right please keep it in the marriage okay let's leave it there but Um, but but a whole lot of sex a whole lot of sex i feel like with um you go you go through um your relationship your marriage and um you have your moments and um it's just a lot of built up frustration and um busy wow <laughs> wow just just sex there's there's no other way to to, to to put it just just sex i feel like sex and the covenant the, the covenant that the, the covenant that god intended it for it to be mm-hmm. um allows you to to enjoy it with no conviction right <laughs> um, <laughs> with no conviction but um i would say sex is the best way to make up because you get to you get to enjoy that moment with your spouse and then when you when you have that makeup session it's just like what would we be trying to yeah, again like that'd make me want to find something else to right find. we we could find the microwave door open and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the toilet seat up something um the the argument he just gave is just hilarious to me. I guess I would say sex. Because um, what other way are you going to make up? I guess y'all could go out and I'm like... I'm mad at her right now. Oh, my goodness. I guess we could... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I guess we could um like go out to eat or something or like do something, but... Sex. Um... <laughs> Carla, do you ever think you would marry someone like him do i ever think that i would marry someone like him um i want to say yes and no only because i wasn't gonna settle for anything less um but no because there's always like these thoughts in the back of your head especially with past experiences and past relationships it's like there's no way i'm gonna find someone that loves me wholeheartedly or loves me unconditionally or um Will, will really be happy and take pride in taking care of me as their their spouse and my husband does all of these things like i i'm i'm well taken care of i'm very well taken care of um i i don't like to use the term spoiled i'm just well taken care of like and it, it hurts me when i see like women who accept the bare minimum because the bar is set so low um i know a lot of people be like the bar is set in hell now um but i i feel like my husband like the the you'll know them by their fruits and his fruits definitely show he's very gentle with me um very loving very respectful is a great listener and he's he takes pride in providing for us and making sure that we're good um and i honestly feel like the lord blessed me with such an amazing person such an amazing like there are days i just lay in bed and i'm like god you did that like you did that because this man just Talk about me girl Talk about me. <laughs> This man just um I love things as words of affirmation. <laughs> but no, he's honestly amazing and like I will do everything as his wife to make sure he knows that as well as doing my part to make sure like he knows he's not alone, you know, and I got him just like he's had me. Um and I've never had to question that. So Yeah. 
Um, Paul, do you believe? I wanted to hear some more. <laughs> Paul, do you believe if he wanted to, he would? And do guys really know in a short span of time? I got CRS. Okay, man. Um, do I believe in if he wanted to, he would? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Um, I strongly believe in when a guy shows you his true colors. Believe him the first tells time. Tells you something. Mm-hmm. Believe him the first time. Mm-hmm. Remember, I was watching this episode of uh, Steve Harvey, and um, he said, "Don't ever, don't never uh, let a guy tell you twice that he don't want you." Mm. Um, because when a guy is for you, there's mm. no such thing as too busy. Mm. Um, that person will make time for you, even mm. if it's a quick texts throughout the day or quick five minute phone call throughout his busy schedule to let you know that he misses you and he's thinking about you um ask you did you eat mm-hmm. like, how, like how are you mentally spiritually mm-hmm. um a guy will find different ways to incorporate you in his life there's mm-hmm. no such thing as being too busy so if a guy wants to he will go above and beyond mm-hmm. to make sure you know that you are a priority in his life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah second part to it Mm-hmm. Hold on, cause that we gotta let that sit for a little bit. Yeah. Okay, boo. Thank you. Um. Yeah. All that. All that. Um. Cause even before we got married, like even in our talking stage, which was rather brief. Um. <laughs> um. We uh, like he he was in the fire academy, which is you know pretty crazy in itself, and working. Um. You know, he was a busy dude. He had to study, a test to take. It was a lot, but he still made time. He still and the effort. get out of the fire academy at Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z. Yeah, like 10 o'clock, he'd get out of school and come see me. Like, he would come see me, and I'd just be like, oh, my goodness. Like, I remember when I first met him, I was like, oh. Like, we were talking on the phone the whole time, and he finally put, like, I'm like, you know what? I can't keep doing this. I'm tired of, you know, us just being, <laughs> that's too dang bad. But we would be on the phone for hours and I'm like, I want to see you. Like, I want to physically see your face. And he had this idea of like, you know, for, first impressions matter, which is true. But for me, it's like the way we were, sh- the, sh- <laughs> the way we were, <laughs> the way we were talking, uh-huh. it's like, we talk about marriage. We talking about being together forever. Like, I'm going to see you when you rough. I'm going to see you, you know. We ain't got no haircut. I'm gonna see you. So it's like let's just let's just get it on and popping. And then you know he pulled up on me because after I, I kind of threw a little tantrum, I threw a little tantrum, and then he was like, "Come downstairs." I was like, oh. mm, "It's something about that effort. It's something about that." Like you know what, girl? Let me show you what I'm about. And keeping his word, ooh, <clears throat> makes me feel some sort of way. But. Makes me want to have a fight. Oh, okay, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me want to make up, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, baby, you're done. <laughs> um, uh, do guys really know in a short span of time if they want to be with the woman that they're talking to? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I strongly believe it doesn't take guys that long mm-hmm. to figure out, you know, if this is somebody that he deems worth it to kind of like invest the time and the energy to see if this is something that he can make a, a long-term commitment into. Um, I definitely believe that a guy knows. Mm. A guy knows. So just the, the 
they're talking to a guy in in the talking stage for a year. It's, he got somebody else. Right. You're not the only person he's talking to. Yeah. Um, and and because what are we uh, talking about for a year? And a lot of guys we use the um, and I was a lot of guys, so we mm. use the whole that I don't have my life in order yet. Mm. Like I'm not at this point financially, mm. or I'm not at that point. And um, that. and then my wife uh instilled like some 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 wisdom in me like mm. we, we can grow together mm-hmm. we can we can we can get the finances and, and everything together. i don't recommend it for everybody though um that's that's <laughs> this is our story this ain't got nothing to do with you because <laughs> i know disclaimer. right because this this is a different generation now you got listen you to each his own i just felt like i was willing like i didn't want to lose him this is this is the person i want to grow with this is the person i want to build with yeah our life isn't perfect right now but I have faith that one day it will be like we will have a story. We will have a testimony of how God has moved in our life, how God has moved through our finances, how God has moved through our marriage. Um, but I was like, I, this, you think I'm going to lose this? Nah, nah, nah. He my husband. We're going to get married. Ain't no boyfriend around here. We're going to get married. <laughs> I do everything in my power to make sure that my wife is very well taken care of and that she wants for nothing and whatever I have to do to make sure that she wants for nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, this this is my wife. Yeah. This is the other half of me. Um, I made a commitment on July eighth mm-hmm. um, to love you and to to be there for you, to support you, to support your dreams, your your goals, your ambitions, mm-hmm. um, and to love you and to love upon you. All right, thank All you. All that. All right. All that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Um, and another disclaimer, because you know, especially the men out here, y'all gonna hear that and be like, he a simp, or um, I am, <laughs> I am, he a simp, or she don't do nothing for him, but he do all this stuff. No, this is a this is a team right here. This uh-huh. is not just like he got everything and I don't, I'm not helping him with nothing. Like we are a team. So where he See, made first of all, that's not their business. <laughs> um, <laughs> just to talk about that, right? Um. We need to normalize mm-hmm. loving up on the girl you yeah. with, man. Um, because a, a lot um, of people in our generation they will glorify the uh, the futures, um, but talk down on the the Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the if, fact that that was an argument is ridiculous <laughs> to me. But and if talking to multiple women and um, and treating them bad and then talking about how you're having sex with them and Gucci flip-flops and stuff like that. And um, if that's what you guys glorify and if that's what you guys like, I mean. To each his own. To each his own. But we don't do that around these parts. But, um, like, I like I want to be that guy to, to do all of the little corny stuff or the, the sip thing that you guys talk about mm-hmm. for because she's my one and only. And mm-hmm. um, I would move the heavens and earth to make sure that she is good and she is happy. So mm. I, I don't take that as an insult. Um, I'll, I'll be a simp. I'll be a simp. And that's our, that's, that's our business. And it got nothing to do with y'all. Um, why is community so important in marriage? Hmm. Oh, you going first? I'm going first. It don't matter. Oh. Um, I would say for accountability and encouragement. Mm. Um, so we have a, a married couple. Um, Shout out to Izzy and RJ. Oh, I was not name dropping nobody. Sorry. But, 
Um, we have, <laughs> we have um, a, a married couple that we are, it, well, Izzy and RJ, since <laughs> we just name dropping, um, <laughs> that we are, that we are really cool with, that we go on outings with and stuff like that. And um, we have a group chat where we, um, well, the purpose of the group chat was to hold each, each other, other accountable, accountable with eating unhealthy um, things, but that's way beyond. But now. just surrounding yourself with people that that are like minded, um, that are the Lord's people, mm-hmm. um, that can hold each other accountable and kind of like uplift up, uplift each other, encourage each other, um, just to be that all around support. Um, I feel like that is essential. Mm-hmm. Um, just having those people that you can kind of affiliate with and go out with. And yeah, so I would definitely say accountability and encouragement. Um, community is important for a lot of reasons, um, especially those marriages that have been around for a long time. Healthy marriages, though, not the marriages that we've just been married because we don't want people to talk bad about us or, um, you know, he cheated on me seven times, but I'm still here. Not yeah. those kind of marriages. <laughs> he had a baby outside the marriage. Not those kind of marriages. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but community is important because you want to be around people that value marriage, that f- see importance in marriage. And it's not just like we just post nice pictures on social media, but behind closed doors we hate each other. Like that's not, We want people that are genuinely happy. I don't want him to, like, we, we have an argument or we have disagreement and he goes to a homeboy and like, man, let's go to the club. Let's go, yeah, let's go run it up. That's not, no. And similar to me, like, I wouldn't, I, I'm sure he would want me to go to a friend and they'd be like, girl, let's go find you some dudes. Like, that's not, we, we got married to stay married. And we want to be around people that have that same insight, that have that same idea. I, I've heard so many men not even like their wives. Like, yeah, she cool, but I don't like her like that. What do you mean? I love going home to mine. Like, what do you mean by that? What does that mean? Like, I I want people that are genuinely happy in their marriage that enjoy going home to their spouse. You know, they they have healthy communication. It's not just yap, yap, yap at each other or yelling at each other or talking down on each other. Like, and doing that all with God in the middle is super important. Like, you want people that will give you biblical advice. That's not just going to you know, give you whatever come off the top of their head, but they've experienced some things and they've ran to God about those same things. Um, so community to me is like, that's that's bread and butter right there. You need that. You need that. <laughs> um, and what is the importance of God in your relationship? And how do you keep going during the hard times? I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say God sets the the standard um and in 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 any relationship Mm -hmm. and um you you get to experience different things um there's a lot of stuff that we um endured well not i don't like that word there's a a lot of stuff that um my wife had to give me grace on Mm -hmm. and the same and vice versa Mm -hmm. um and you just get to to learn that I have to love her like he loved the church. Mm. Um, and this how he showed forgiveness and he showed mercy and he showed grace and understanding I have to exchange, uh, ex- exchange, exchange 
Yet. The worst kicking your <laughs> butt today. I man. have to exchange those um those same traits mm-hmm. towards my wife and towards my marriage. Um and to realize that we're flawed like all humans and we're mm-hmm. gonna make mistakes and like I said, I'm very playful, like I'm very loving. So there's gonna be times that I get on her absolute last nerve and and <laughs> there's gonna be times where, you know, the same thing is reciprocated. Uh we just have to to know and understand that we made this decision to get married and we locked in forever. Um, we locked in. And yes, we, we know that under the covenant of God, mm-hmm. it is like we can't get, we, we call it the D word. We don't say that in this house. Mm-hmm. We can't um, get, um, the word, I'm not going to cuss in this house. <laughs> <laughs> but we can't uh, split up. Uh, mm-hmm. Because we have differences that couldn't be reconciled, irreconcilable, irreconcilable differences. Yeah. Uh, we don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. Um, we believe in having your time to yourself um, to unwind and to to get back. Because we know we made a promise to first God mm-hmm. and then to ourselves and then to each other mm-hmm. um, that the for better or for worse, the richer or the poor, the sickness and the health, all mm-hmm. of that means something. It means, it means that whatever season that you're going, that, that you're going through, um, I don't know, know that people change and you'll go through different seasons in your life that I will learn to adapt and I will love you throughout those seasons. Um, but I can only do that with God in the center of our marriage, in the center of our relationship, mm-hmm. in the center of our union, um, because he has extended grace and forgiveness and mercy in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, even in times where I didn't feel like I was worthy of it. Um, and it helps me to um, extend those same grace to my beautiful wife. Thank you, brother. I get problem. God is the beginning and the end. He's the author and the finisher, the creator of it all. So how can you not need him? How can you not need him in life? How could you not need him in marriage? How could you not need him in general? Like, this is, God knows me better than I know myself. Like, he knows how I'll react. He knows what triggers me. God is just that amazing. So I feel like, especially learning how to be more gentle, learning how to be more meek, um, God knows how to get me through that. Um, and he knows what I need to work on in order to be a better wife to my husband, in order to be, um, so my husband can receive me properly. Um, but I feel like the reason that we have, you know, even made it to this year is because of who God is. Um, there are moments where we're upset and it's like, let's go pray. Or he'll just start praying and I'm like, like praying right now like I'm mad like I still got beef with you or to reread your vows yeah like we'll reread our vows um it's just like this is this is where it all began you know um and like he says we don't use the d word if you don't know what the d word is by now sweetie I don't know what to tell you um (laughs) but you know we don't use the d word because that's not our intention like we didn't get married just it's to not do an that. option yeah we didn't get married just to do that um 
Unless there's infidelity or something, and I rebuke that in the name and of Jesus. It ain't gonna be at, um, on my part. Okay. It's gonna be your part? Oh, okay. No. <laughs> um, be no abuse on my part. Uh, be on your part? No, baby. I guess we locked in forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, God is just amazing, and it's it's beautiful when you allow Him to really be that that space um, in your marriage because you just see how greatly um, He moves. But yeah. I feel like we've answered all the questions which we have. Um, the last one was any advice for people that want to be married or are married now. That's your business. Um, um, <laughs> this is our first year. I told you that's our, that's your business. I would say um, keep people out of your out of your relationship. Um, my wife and I, whenever we have a disagreement or we're not seeing eye to eye on a topic or whatever the case is. I don't go and run to my homeboy and say, man, you will never guess what she did. Right. And the same thing and vice versa. She don't run back. Well, I hope she don't. Oh, my goodness. And, 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 and tell her friends that you will never guess what Paul did. No, that's not um, I feel like whatever we go through in our, in our relationship, in our marriage, is between me, mm-hmm. her, and God. Yeah. Um, and whatever the case is, um, we just keep that circle really small um so we eliminate any outside noise any outside confusion because everybody will always have their two cents to put in everybody becomes uh what's it what's that man named kevin samuels and relationship <laughs> ex- experts mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that and, and i don't need it yeah i don't need it um so yeah i would definitely say uh keep people out of your relationship any advice? I told y'all. It's our <laughs> first. I'm just playing. Um, give each other grace. Whole lot of that. Give each other grace. Um, cause we will make mistakes. Give each other grace. Um, remember. Now, now, when we say grace, I'm not saying the person went out and cheated on you. Right. Now, we're not, we're not, nah, we're not talking about, about that type of grace. That, I mean, forgive them eventually because forgiveness is, is important. Right. Forgiveness is important, but. Don't say we told you to stay because we didn't tell you to do that. Um, but, no, definitely give each other grace. Um, and take those moments to figure out what you're doing that may trigger the other person. Like, what are you? how are you speaking to them? What are you saying? What are you doing that's making them feel like they have to react a certain way when you're having a conversation or when you bring certain things up? Um, and never lose sight of the Lord. Because he will truly get you through. Surrender it all to him and you're going to be fine, child. Okay, God bless him. Um, and I would say, um, as I mentioned earlier throughout, throughout the video um, about the pride, um, a lot of times, myself included, we can take things for granted. Um, oh, I'll talk to her about that later. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to her about that when I get home. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this video that I see on TikTok that Stays with me to this day. Um, but I don't remember what it was, but what he said verbatim. Mm-hmm. But it was something along the lines of uh, he got into an argument with his wife and they didn't speak for three days. Um, can't even fathom what that's like. Right, right. Um, but they didn't speak for three days. Ain't nobody in the house. I got McDonald's money. Oh, okay. Um, they didn't speak for three days and he went to work and he's usually. Um, very energetic and rively and outgoing. And one of his coworkers, which is, you need people like this, uh, mm-hmm. pulled him aside and was like, yo, what's going on? 
him. Like, you're not acting like yourself. And he pretty much explained um, him and his wife were going through something um, and they didn't talk for three days. And it was something petty, but that both of them are kind of like being very prideful and nobody wants to be the first one to, to talk to the other person. And he was like, you should talk to me. And then he said, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you when I get home. And his coworker um, asked him, like, who said you're going to make it home? Mm. And that part right there, the who said you're going to make it home, mm. um, stayed with me. Mm. Because we often take things for granted. We take people for granted like we have all of the time in the world, which we do not. Mm-hmm. Especially in my profession, mm-hmm. when I'm gone for 24 hours or 48 hours or, or however long that I'm out for working, um, I'm well aware of the danger in my profession that I can go home and not return. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's something that I always keep in mind that tomorrow is not promised. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow is not promised and have that conversation now. Yeah go over and give her a hug and a kiss and have that conversation now because all of that i'll talk to her later i'll talk mm-hmm. to her when i get home god forbid you can get an accident mm-hmm. before you get home yeah. and never make it home right your spouse can have some devastated accident happen to them mm-hmm. and they can never make it home um and how are you going to live with yourself if that argument that disagreement was the last interaction you had with your person mm. that person died possibly not feeling love mm. um so you do not have all the time in the world Mm-mm. talk to your man talk to your girl um because tomorrow's not promised come on finger snap finger snap that's poetry right there all that all that in a bag of chips <laughs> um but thank you guys for tuning in. Okay. I didn't ask for <laughs> translation. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, love your person. Love them while you have them because life is short. Um, I love you, girl. I love you too, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, this is, this is nice. You will talk. Well, I'll talk to you. It's not like you're going to be here all the time. But I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Bye.